Apparently, the best woman is a man, or the best man is a woman. It's convoluted. I don't get it. But this is the way the world would have us think. This past week, USA Today published its Women of the Year honorees. Amongst the women on the list is a transgender woman. In other words, amongst the women on the list is a man. Dr. Rachel Levine is a four-star admiral in the U.S. Health Public Service Commission Corps. She was born a biological male back in 1957. Richard, as Levine's parents named him, went to medical school for pediatrics, which is amazing. During which time he married a woman in 1988. The couple had two children. Then got divorced in 2013, probably because back in 2011, Richard Levine transitioned to being Rachel Levine, undergoing gender transition surgery. Last year, President Biden nominated Levine to being the country's Assistant Secretary for Health, a nomination that required and received Senate confirmation. Now that's what's happening in our country. Thing is, now this biological male is being lauded as one of the women of the year. When I read the news article about this to one of the young women in my life, she commented, "Oh well, so much for us." And the one man in our house, well, he took the opportunity to tease all the women in our house that, well, turns out the best woman is a man. You might imagine how that went over in a house full of girls, but he was just teasing, and we knew it. Hi, my name is Tasha Williams. For the record, I am a woman, and I'm just going to say it: when a man can decide he's a woman, then take up one of the slots given to honor women, our world is inside out and upside down. This is just one of the countless examples of how our world, our culture, our society would have us think. In fact, the world would tell us to think any way we want to think, any way that is, except the way God's word tells us we ought to think. And this is what God's word has to say. Romans twelve two says, "Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is—His good, pleasing, and perfect will." We renew our minds through the timeless truth of God's word, but to be able to know what that truth is. We have to be in God's word, and fewer and fewer American Christians are doing that these days. How do I know that's so? Well, just as the New York Times released its Women of the Year list this month, the Cultural Research Center and Dr. George Barner released its American Worldview Inventory 2022. This groundbreaking study put the statistics to what many have already observed. Of the 600 people that were interviewed for this study, these were parents with children under the age of 13. Of the 600, 67% self-identified as Christians. Okay, that's great. That means they call themselves Christians. But when put to the questions about what they actually think and believe. Guess what percentage actually have what would be considered a biblical, a Bible-based worldview? 
I put that question to the test with various friends and family members. To the person, each was shocked when, after making multiple guesses, I told them that the statistics say that only 4% of self-identified Christians have a biblical worldview. That is stunning. You can look at the Barna survey statistics closer. You can draw your own conclusions. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. But here's the one thing I want to highlight. Most people are conformist to the thought patterns of this world. Very few choose to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What about you? What's going through your mind? What are you thinking about? What do you believe? Are you spending time conforming to everything the world tells us is good and correct, right and true? Or are you spending time in God's word, finding out what God has to say about life and this world, about truth and lies, then letting his opinion guide yours? This is an uphill battle this battle for the mind. Listen to what I just recently read about this very thing. Some friends loaned me their book that was written by a former satanic high priest who became a Christ follower. In his testimony, he wrote about the great power and the authority he had in Satan to cast spells on people. Describing one incident before he became a Christ follower, he wrote this, I released a spirit of unbelief in his mind because I knew that the battlefield between him and me was in the mind. If I was able to capture a person's mind, I was able to capture their heart, and that's how they became my victims no matter where I met them. A satanic high priest knew that if he was able to capture a person's mind, He could capture their heart. And that's why we're leaning into this series, The Heart, Mind, Body Decisions. We want to spend time considering for ourselves who truly has our hearts, who truly has our minds. We can call ourselves Christians, like the 67% in the American Worldview Inventory 2022. But if we don't have a biblical worldview, then what worldview do we have? God wants us to have his view. He wants us to see life the way he sees it. He wants us to see our identity and our design the way he sees it. He wants us to think according to his word. And just a note of caution here. Whenever I hear someone say, quote, I don't think God, dot, 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 almost every single time, they end up saying he thinks something that is the opposite of what's revealed in his word. So, it is so important that we continue to be people of the word, and it's so important that we teach those entrusted to us to be in God's word as well. Thing is, when we spend time in God's word, It renews and transforms everything about us. It's not just our thoughts about our gender or our sexuality that he deals with. He also deals with our core belief systems. He deals with our hate, our anger, our unforgiveness, 
our unkindness, our lack of compassion. He wants to entirely renew us and make us into new people who are like Him in that our character becomes like His. Oh friend, may you set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. May your thoughts and your life be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's not about what the world thinks. It's about what God thinks and what his word has to say about that. So until next time, my friend, go with God, be in his word and set your mind on what he has to say. God bless.